0: clearly didn't download everything yesterday because it took a minute and a half to, de- like, 30 seconds to download. It usually takes a couple of minutes or so whatever. Okay. Okay, we got down uh, 10 lines down in the second page. Memvav. Debbie explained already very clearly the difference between Shem Havaya and Shem Lukim. And our question is, how in the world can the Zayar say, that Havaya and Elokim kulachad based on the pasuk via Daitayim v'Sheveze v'Leverchik Yavaya Elokim, Havaya is Elohim, They're two completely different states of reality. Havaya is the source of infinite light. Elokim is the source of Kalim. Kalim are all about bringing about finite revelation. That's what Kalim are. They're all about limitation. Sheim Havaya is all about inf- infinite reality. So how in the world can we say they're the same? And the Rebbe explained that at length. We got to. The period in the middle of the page, two lines down from the word amnams. it looks about ten lines, two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven lines down. Right? That said, the That's all an expression of Kali. Yudke Vavke, infinite expression. Elokim, finite expression. Va'haGam, and that even though, and this is what we talked about outside yesterday, but now the Rebbe is going to explain it inside Vagam, that even though the Kelim, de Ester Spheres, that the Kalim of the ten Spheres, which of course is in the world of Elam Atzilis, Elam Atzilis is the place where there's a reality of ten spheres, where there's the beginning of the reality of what you and I might call multiplicity, even though chos the v'chos v'sholem, to think that Eil is a place of multiplicity because it's a place of absolute unity, complete and total unity. But in that state of absolute unity, there happen to be ten revealed states called ten spheres all incorporated in each other in a state of absolute unity. It's a world of Elochus. Atzilus is not a world of creation. It's a world of creator. elokim. technically, is Malchus of Atzilus, giving birth to Eilem HaBriya, the first state of created reality. I don't really get how we say it's absolute unity if there's already a ten. Because in your world, ten can't be one. If you're God, you're so one that you can be ten and still be one. Those That reality of ten is in no way, shape, or form the state of ten that you and I experience. It's a state of ten that each level of ten is completely and totally one with all the other le- levels and incorporated in all the other <laughs> levels. <coughs> so <coughs> there is a reality of Chokhmah. There is a reality of Chesed, which uh, Chesed on one hand is completely antithetical to the notion of Din and yet in Elam Silas, Chesed and Din are incorporated one in the other completely and totally. So there's Din Jebe Chesed and Chesed Jebe Din. There's Malchus Jebe and Chesed Jebe Malchus. Mm-hmm. So you and I have a hard time understanding such a... St- you and I have a hard time understanding unity in any shape or form. Right? What does it mean a Echad? Rambam says it's beyond our ability to understand what that truly means right? Okay, but we know Hashem Echod meaning Hashem is ultimately one ah, he can appear in ten different states can, can reveal himself in ten different distinct godly characteristics Okay, the muscle used for that <coughs> is light coming through a latticed uh, window how many boxes of light are there on the ground on the floor 10 distinct boxes of light, right? Is that light in a state of unity or in a state of differentiation? Well, its revealed state is differentiation, but ultimately what is it? It's all the same light, there's no difference, right? Where did it come from? <laughs> there's no true difference between this light and that. What do you mean? This one's on the right and this one's on the left. This one's a triangle and this one's a circle. This one's big and this one's small. That's true. But in essence, what are they? all exactly the same. Where, what's their source? State of absolute oneness. Right. The light. That, now, in terms of physical light, you can say that, that those are actually different waves and particles over here than these waves and particles over here. Okay, that's true, because it's physical and it's only a muscle. Um, but, simply, it's all the same light. Well, this is the sun and this isn't the sun. <laughs> and it's all the sun. It's all sunlight. That's the muscle used. Well, why Still doesn't fully explain it does? but it helps. Why do we emphasize like, at Silas as being a more revealed state of unity than down here too it appears like there's a, a, there's multiplicity but in truth it's all one. Because well. at, at Silas, were you to hang out in a Silas, you'd be aware of the absolute unity. There is no less unity here than there is there. About that, you're absolutely right. Just in Matzilas, it's 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 revealed, and here it's concealed. Hundred percent. Right? That's why you sit the Russia next to the Chacham at the Seder. Right? Meaning, in the four banim, the Chacham and the Russia next to each other. Who's the Chacham? Elam Matzilas. Who's the Russia? Elam Hazeh. Why are they sitting next to each other? Because what's the whole of it is to make the Russia, is to bring about a revelation of the reality of the Chacham in the Russia. Did I raise you right? Absolutely. Elam Hazeh is no different than Elam Matzilas. Absolutely not. What do you mean? He slabs shoes as they're, as they're emanating downward. Hmm. That explains the second pair, A lot of that has to do with the kavana of the parents when they're drawing down the neshama. How physical is their kavana? How spiritual is their kavana? The more physical, the more physical garments the the, the neshama is loaded with as it emanates down. <clears throat> That's why tzaddikim tend to give birth to tzaddikim. They know how to do it. (laughs) They're pretty good at bringing the shamas into the And the garments around that soul, it's not like the garments of the soul, but it's like a... It's like a garment, so to speak, covering the soul. I mean, it becomes part of the nature of the soul. So that soul might have it. I mean, we've all met people who are more spiritually challenged and less spiritually challenged. People who are very grub and people who are less grub, more refined, more able. Just in nature. A grub person can make themselves able by Veda but there's also people who are just naturally more in tune with something a little beyond themselves. Other people, it's like, no, you have to take a hammer to the cement to get through it all. Okay. It's, it's there in everyone. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Some people go to Friday night at Chabad House, eat, and leave. Some people go, eat, and end up staying once. And then who knows what happens. Why? I did sitting see those two people. They were sitting at the same t- table, having the same conversation, eyeing the same undergrad. One went to a bar, one stuck around. I don't know, maybe even just to clean up, and then ended up developing a relationship with the rabbi, and ended up in Mayanot or Morristown or wherever. Why'd that happen? No. Clearly, there's this, it's clearly in the Shuma that that is a special neshama, there's nothing about that. <clears throat> the Rebbe Shabb hand-picked every neshama that came to to me The Rebbe said it's much more general now, because it's not as, that was building the basis for an army that was going to take over the world. Now it's just, that's Malchus. The, gl- the, the greatness of Malchus is in camus, quantity, not as much echus, qu- quality. The nature of Malchus is it's the source of, qu- of quantity. That's what Malchus is, in Elochus. This is the generation of Malchus, seventh generation. So the, the quality of our generation has a lot to do with the quantity of everything that's happening. What are we blown away by? It's 5,000 Chabad houses. Wow. Not 5,000 Chabad, 5,000 Shulchan. Wow. That's pretty astounding. (laughs) (laughs) What are they doing? Of course, they're all doing things, but I mean... Some of those people qualitatively... Could be doing more by sitting somewhere quietly and learning Torah or teaching. Say or them. It's not necessarily tzava shas. I say what the, the, our generation's about. In the old days, that's what they did. They hung, by, hung around by the Rebbe for 15 years. Now, after three, the Rebbe will send them out on shlichus to some godforsaken place and say, "Go make it light over there." And they did. They do. They did. Right. Flying from Australia to Eretz Israel, So the food on the plane from Australia to... Which I didn't get, but it doesn't matter. The food on the plane from Australia to Bangkok is Lubavitch Shechita. The food on the plane from Bangkok to Istanbul is prepared by a Lubavitch Shaliyakh in Bangkok. The food from Istanbul to Eretz well is prepared by the Lubavitch Shaliyach in Turkey. <laughs> it says a lot about the powers of Lubavitch in this generation pretty astounding. That's all the food. Now there are places where you get other stuff, right? Where there were existing Jewish communities, you get other stuff. If you're in... Israelis in Laos, what do they know? Oh, there's a Jewish center close by, it's called Bangkok. If we need anything Jewish, we'll go to Bangkok. Who transformed Bangkok into a center of Jewish activity such that if a Jew is found in Laos, he knows he can go to Bangkok. The Rebbe, the shaliach. <laughs> the Rebbe, the Shaleiach, the Shaleiach. The Rebbe is the one who sent him. The Rebbe is the Kayach of the Rebbe. It's not the Kayach of the shaliach. If the Shalich thinks it's his Kayach, he's not doing his job. And he won't do his job. He won't be successful. Because he can't do that. The Rebbe can. It's Kayach of the in the Shaleiach. That's what's so astounding about the whole thing. It's absolutely astounding. That's our generation. That's that's malchus. That's spreading out in a way that's just crazy. Kayling. This is Caleb. Hello right? Multiplicity of it all. In the old days you wanted you wanted you wanted something, you had to go you had to go to Lubavitch, you had to go to Vilny, you had to go to wherever you had to go to. Right? Now <laughs> Hasn't been mov- moving. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. That, so the world you see is, is a result of the kaalin, that your, that the light is re- is is being revealed through. That makes sense. Right. We just in you know the, the simplest, most crass physical way, put on green glasses. <laughs> what will everything look like? Green, right? Is everything green? No. But it'll look like that to you, because all of the light that you're experiencing, and all of the things that that light is reflecting off, all of the physical objects, are being colored by the green you have in your lens. So that that clee is changing your view of everything you see. Mm-hmm. Simple enough. So kaylin do. We're not going to get into the parsa too much, okay? I mean, the Rabbi talks about it, but that it's it's a discussion unto itself. It's basically that which allows for separation, meaning the, 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 when we talk about godly reality, so the notion of separation is hard to understand, right? Because you're ultimately talking about a state of absolute unity, so... The Parsa is like the the break between one state of reality and another state of reality. It's like a barrier. <coughs> ah, okay. So then, yeah, it's the Like a barrier. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a means of separation, not so much a a barrier as a separation. All right. It's it's literally a veil. Right. Okay. Okay. So you guys are well versed in that. I'm glad. Parsa and through that. The veil that separates Bainatzilus Labriya. Hadehu Megalim, the, the kelim, plural, megalim reveal as Now they reveal Ur, still godly light, but that light is now being revealed in a completely different way. Baylam Abriya looks completely different than Aylamatzilus. I mean if you hang out in Aylam I and 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 we do. Right, neshamas hang out in el Abriya. There's Ganeid in and Ganeid in tachdeim, Ganeid is el Abriya. Ganeid in is el ma'yetzira. So all sorts of neshamas are hanging out in el right now as we're down here. There's an aspect of your soul that is in Abriya. ma'bria, chayashib nefesh, the fourth level of your soul from the bottom up. Nefesh, ruach, neshama—those are the three levels of your soul that are clothed in your body and powering your body in terms of, in terms of action and emotions and, and intellect. Okay. That's what's in you, so to speak, clothed in you. Nefesh ruach, Neshama, Naran. What about Chaya? Chaya Shebe Nefesh. Where's that? Gan Eden. That aspect of your soul, while you're down here, that aspect of you is in Gan Eden. What's it doing up there? Experiencing incredibly beautiful, pleasant, godly revelation. Are you conscious of that down here? Probably not. Part of you is there. You're just not conscious of that part of you. That's a superconscious part of you. Right, I mean, that's not part of conscious me. Conscious me is down here. Right. clothed in a body and, and powered and, and, and my consciousness is very much a function of the intellect of my nefesh Bahamis, which is that part of me, that is a human consciousness, is that part of me that is very, very powerfully aware of self. Not necessarily in a negative way, Just I, I experience the existence of I. That does not mean I is unaware of anybody else. I can be a person who's very aware of other people and caring of other people. Caring about God and interested in what God wants in the world, etc. I still have a, a consciousness. I'm still aware of myself, but hopefully, I, I use myself to reveal something bigger than self—not not just self. Right? That human consciousness can come to the conclusion that that's what life is about. That's why we learn this. Uh-huh. Can the higher affect the conscious? Absolutely, or vice versa. Absolutely. Hundred percent. Very often certain states of spiritual inspiration that you feel are coming from a revelation of high hundred percent. It's just not we're not really in control of it, so it's haphazard. If we just wait for that, so we'll get very little done in life. Yeah. As opposed to actually trying to work just waiting for, you know, moments of inspiration and feeling good and oh yay. And then it disappears and Let's take our last one. Very much. <laughs> it's all one. <laughs> but yeah, no, 100 percent That's what that was the, the focal point of that mind was all definitely. 100 percent In terms of Veda Don't be an ore junkie. Mm-hmm. Don't get hooked on ore. Just do what God wants. You <laughs> know Okay? And life in Eidema is different than life in Eidema uh, Atsilas. Umi Briya ili And from the world of Briya to what's the difference between these worlds? The extent of yesh that exists in the world, the extent of feeling of independence and separateness. Because the more the Kli conceals the light, the more yesh, the more sense of self, independent self, there will be. So in Elam Abriya, there's a state of yesh, there is a state of created reality, but that yesh is in a state that you and I call bitl. It's called bitl yesh. The Moloch is aware of the Moloch's own existence, but he's not at Ah